There it is. All right. Oh, we're back. We're back. You got to do like the old school build up. Like, oh, we're back and we're back. Back, back. back. I said, we're back and back and back. And I'm back. And I'm back. We're back. Yeah, you gotta do that. Yeah, you gotta do that old school building. Yes, sir. We are back in the building. Triad Hip Hop Podcast. We appreciate y'all checking us out. Um, this is uh, one forty-three, right? One forty-three. One forty-three. Um, this is your man Kurt, and this is Howard. And we are appreciate y'all. You know, being patient with us. We didn't get to have a show last week. But we are here, and we are in the building, ready to get it going. So um, let's give us a minute to kind of get things started. Uh, how was your week this week? Yeah, it was pretty good, man. I've been working on some stuff with the with school and stuff, man. Okay, it was okay. crazy, man. And I, Oh, by the way, just to let everybody know, that's why we didn't have a lyrical breakdown this week. It, it's basically my fault. But, man, schoolwork was kicking my ass. And, yeah, um, actually, I got to show is. you what I what I did. Okay, okay. Well, actually, I might I might have to. You got messenger. Yeah. Yeah, I might have to do that through messenger. So. Okay. Okay. But uh, yeah. So you know, because I know we got you know we on time limit here. Yeah. You know, boots on the ground. Boots on the ground. Boots on the, the ground. S1Ws is outside, son. You look like a fool <laughs> with the boots on the ground. <laughs> but anyway, how was your week, man? <laughs> actually, first of all. You feeling better, man? I am feeling better. I'm feeling a lot better, but it was a rough week, man. I ain't gonna lie to you, cause uh, right before the show last week, you know, um, we normally go live Wednesdays, but Tuesday when I woke up that Tuesday morning, I was just I was stuck. I could not move. Um, you know, I have a condition called sciatica. Um, it's where you get this chronic pain, and it's not really sciatica is not really the condition. It's just a side effect of having a bad back issue so basically i have um degenerative discs in my back okay and so they i don't got a bunch of cushion in between the spine you know parts and so that some uh, sciatica nerve goes kind of through there and it pinches on it after a while and so it that sends a pain down through your back your butt and your legs and so i've been struggling with it for a couple of months since about september because uh, it hits me once a year. This is like every year, you know. And it started around September, and um, it was, uh, you know, it was getting kind of rough, but I was taking some, you know, acetaminophen and ibuprofen and all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, for the most part, it was it was kind of numbing it enough. But I guess the meds wasn't enough. So when I woke up Tuesday, my body just gripped itself like, nope, you ain't going nowhere. Dang, Lay back down, nigga. Lay back down. Dang, like, you know what I mean? Don't Tony Baker. You suplex me. Suplex me, man. So I lay there and I was like, okay, maybe I just need a minute, you know, before I get up. And um, next thing I know, two and three hours had passed and I still couldn't get up. So I was like, okay, we got to call the hospital. I called the um, ambulance and all of that and, um, they came and got me. The, the worst part of it, to tell you the truth, was when they had to help me get downstairs to the ambulance. That Whoa. was the worst part because my body was stuck in straight mode. I could not move my legs. I couldn't bend anything. Yeah. And so in order to get downstairs, they had to put me in a chair. So, of course, I had to get in this fetal position in the chair. And that was the worst pain ever. 
I was literally crying the whole way down. I was like, please hurry the fuck up. <laughs> Get me to the neighborhood. But they have to take their time because you know they're trying to roll you down steps and Ooh, man, oh, I know yeah. that's so it hurt. was rough, man. But I'm I'm doing a lot better, man. It's you know, I mean my situation is still there, but you know, they gave me enough meds, you know, to take down an elephant and uh <laughs> you know, that kind of numbed it. And then I've been exercising it a little bit. So every now and then while I was laying in the bed, I would just kind of move my legs back and forth just to kind of make sure they didn't get too stiff. And then, uh, you know, my wife helped me. She was like, yeah, we got to... Because I was in the room for like two days straight. I didn't Dang. leave my bedroom for two days straight. And um, that's rough. she was finally like, you're going to have to do something else. You got to walk around the house, try to go sit down for a few minutes, you know, see how it does. And it was rough at first, you know, when I... Um, Moved around, it was real rough, but it helped because I needed that. You know yeah, what I mean? I yeah, needed yeah. that. So, but yeah, that was my situation, and uh, I'm just getting back to where I can function, and you know, I'm st I'm back at work now, so everything is a lot better. Yeah, let's clap that yeah, up. Yeah, man. But yeah, um, yeah, I, I just hope that they don't have to mess around. You know, that back is a serious problem. Man. Yeah, I man. just hope they don't have to mess around and do surgery. Because once you do that, it's pretty much done. Right. Yeah, Trust me. Right. I know. I'm just, man, I, I, I wish I can get it fixed. But I'm scared to do surgery because, I mean, that's that's what it's probably going to take to really get rid of it. But that surgery is so touch and go. Yeah. You know, some people come out worse after the surgery. Yeah, they need to do just give you a bionic back. You know what <laughs> <All right>. I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Just cut out that one part of my spine and yeah, give me some give bionic me, shit, Yeah, give you me know that. What <laughs> 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 yeah, make me a little talk, too. Man. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. Stretch my shit out. Yeah, yeah. bionic back. You know, next time y'all come to the podcast, I'll be like, yeah. yeah. So, you know. I just had a procedure done. Yeah, it's like, what that nigga? <laughs> oh, speaking of procedures. <laughs> you know? Yeah, well, yeah I, we'll man. talk about that late in a minute. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, so, um, you know, before we go too far, we want to give some condolences uh, to some people who we lost over the past week or two. Um, recently, Bobby Brown lost his son, Bobby Brown Jr. Um, and I really feel bad for him, man, because, um, you know, I know him and Whitney weren't together when she died, but you know that hurt him because you know that was like somebody special for him. You know yeah. what I mean? And then they had they had kids together. So and then Bobby Christina dies after that, and now his son, son dies. Died. So yeah. it's like you know I feel like dude Dang. can't catch a break, man. Dang. I hate it for him, man. He's got you know he's got some stuff going on mentally, man. Having to go through all of that all the time. Yeah. And then I'm um, like. They wouldn't even let him into like the funerals for, yeah, for the of other COVID. Yeah. yeah. Um But yeah, so you know, that and then also also we got an, a young rapper called Little Lil Yace, um, out of the Bay Area, San Francisco. He was shot inside of a train station. Some dudes ran up on him with the guns and got him with multiple uh gunshot wounds. I really feel bad, man, because I mean he was only in his twenties. You know what I mean? So it's like, dang, what's what's going on with the with the generations nowadays? Man, it's getting crazy, man. Uh, a lot of them feel like they got something to prove, man, and it's it's really not necessary. It ain't that serious. Yeah, man. so I mean, it is serious, but it ain't that serious. It ain't that serious on both sides, man. Because if you're, you know, if you're the gunman, you don't, you know, you ain't got to prove nothing. You know what I mean? You ain't getting no fame off of really shooting nobody. And if you're the rapper and you've been, let's say, uh, you know, popping off or something like that, you ain't got to prove nothing. Just get your bag. 
you know, get your money and, 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 and make your music, you know, don't be involved in all of that, man, because it's not necessary. No. But, you know, people going to do it anyway, yep. so, you know, but I mean, I'm not going to promote and say, yeah, you know, you got to, sometimes you got to take them up. out. Oh, nah, I don't do that, man. So I really feel bad to hear about that, man, because... You know, they said he was gaining a lot of fame in that area, in the Bay Area. I wasn't really familiar with him. Um, were you? Nah, not at all. I mean, like I said, I didn't. I mean, but it's still unfortunate. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, it's just these young, it's just these young, the young rappers, man. It's yeah. Just, and it's been a lot of good talent to come out of the Bay Area. So, yep. you always want to see more, you know, because that's one of them areas you don't see it as often. But, you know, so you're like, oh, okay, somebody out the Bay, San Francisco and all that. That's what's up, you know what I mean? So, but anyway, um, let's give them both a quick uh, moment of silence, if we will. All right. We really appreciate y'all doing that with us. Um, so, yeah, man. Um, but, yeah, you know, rest in peace to Bobby Brown Jr. and uh, Lil Yace. And uh, hopefully, man, this doesn't lead to any more retaliations or back and forth, you know, all of that, man. Just just get your money, man. Just get your money. Yep, yep. You know what I mean? And, and, you know, I hope that we can get more rappers who are loving hip-hop just for the culture aspect you know not just out here trying to still be halfway in the streets and halfway on the music you know what i mean you gotta you gotta go hard on one go hard on one if you're gonna be in the streets go ahead and be in the streets that's what you want if you want to be in the music be in the music but anyway um so we got a question of the day for y'all a hip-hop question. question of the day question we wanna, of the day we want to we want to pose <laughs> we appreciate y'all checking us out on facebook so our yeah. hip-hop question of the day is, what is the best era in hip-hop? And we're going to look at it in 80s, 90s, 2000s, or 2010s. What's the best era in hip-hop for you? What about for you, Howie? Oh, man. It's, it's really, really tough, man. Like, I would say as far as it progressing... And the talent that came out of it. Although you really can't discount the generation before it. I would have to say the 90s. The 90s? Okay. okay. I would have to say the 90s. That's a great era. That's a great era. You know, they... I don't know how they how they come up with it, but I know what they consider the golden era is somewhere like in the late eighties to the mid nineties. Yeah, eighty six. Like yeah, I don't know what what constitutes those dates, but um, which is weird to me because a lot of shit came out in eighty seven. Right, right. That's that's yeah, that was crazy. A real explosion. Yeah, eighty yeah, seven was that shit, man. man listen, because you had KRS coming out around yeah, that time. Yeah, K. Rock yeah, Kim Kim, was exploding. Kane, G. Rap. Yeah, man. Like eighty. Yeah, man, listen. Eighty six wasn't like it wasn't like it wasn't bad. I mean, but I just don't. And then, too, you got to understand, like, I was probably, let's see, I was born in 83. Dang, why your dog coughing like a grown-ass man right now, son? Because she, she just, she just got to do her thing. But, um, but anyway, so, yeah, I mean, y'all let, let us know in the comments what y'all think, what's the best era in hip-hop. Um, Howie says it's the 90s for him. 
I'm going to go ahead and say the 80s. I've given this a lot of thought, and it's only because hip-hop was in those, still in those early stages, and there was a lot more fun, you know, because that's when you, you know, you were seeing more of the, of the culturistic stuff, the breakdancing, the, the, you know, just being an overall b-boy, you know, carrying your uh, boombox around, you know what I mean, uh, beatboxing, you know what I mean, uh, DJing, going to parties, you know, hip-hop parties and whatnot, especially if you were in New York, and they would throw block parties or, or what we call jams, Man, listen, I mean, it was just, it was such an explosion of the culture in the 80s. I think the 90s were um, really progressive as far as lyricism and rapping, but for the overall culture, I got to pick the 80s because, um, you know, and not, you know, I love the 80s. It was only because I was able to do, I was one of those kids who could do a little bit of everything. I was, I didn't really master one thing. Sometimes they were calling me for the beatbox. Because I had a couple of little beatbox moves I could do. Sometimes I'd break dance. We'd be battling other kids. Sometimes I'd get into rapping. You know, I never got into DJing, but I thought about it. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, it was just, it was so fun, man, for me. I don't know. You know, if you really lived in the 80s and you can remember it, it was like the funnest decade for hip-hop. You know what I mean? I had to agree. Yeah, I mean, because one thing I will say, because like I said, I was born in 83, but I do remember, like, like for us, especially being down here in Carolina, you was up right. top. Yeah. Like you know, what I'm saying the beatbox is like I love doing the beatbox. Shit, I still do that sometimes. Yeah. Like you know, what I'm saying Absolutely. like I think it was def it was definitely a more of a culture thing. But I mean, the reason why I picked the '90s, I just thinking because as far as you know what it progressed to right you know what i'm saying right. and it was and the culture was still kind of intact yeah like you had other groups like right. you had yeah the west took over then you had like the south the south was still kind of you know they wasn't um there were some gems in the south that didn't really get what they needed but still it was you know they still kept the culture it was still the culture you know you know, before it kind of just went, you know, to what it is now. But yeah. that's just, that's just my uh, opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's how I look at it too, you know. But yeah, be sure to let us know in the comments what's your favorite uh, era, you know, of hip hop, the 80s, 90s, 2000s, or 2010s. You know what I mean? Because it's going to be different for a lot of people because I think it all depends on when you grow up, you know, what's going to be, um, I mean, we won't really count the 70s because the, Hip-hop was still so new, you know, it was still fighting to get in the door. Yeah, you know and there mean? was a lot of, like, you know, we were talking about, there was a lot of unrecorded stuff. Right. Like, some of that stuff you can't even, you know, duplicate. I mean, you might have somebody that might have, I mean, you really had to go up north, right. talk to an old head mm. who got, like, you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> yeah, Talk to an old head who got them tapes, like, yeah, we got, you know. Yeah. So... So, yeah, man, that's that's our thing, man. But, yeah, be sure to weigh in. Don't forget, like, share, subscribe. Yep. Like, share, subscribe. Like, share, subscribe. Brothers and sisters. Brothers and sisters. And brothers and sisters. Brothers and sisters. Yep, yep, It's yep. coming. Yep, yep. But, yeah, so let's get into some birthdays real quick. All right. So, uh, we got a lot, so I'm going to go through them kind of quick as best I can. So, um, back on November 23rd, we had two of them. We had my man Corrupt from the West Coast, and we had my man Troy Ave. Drop some bombs for them. 
Oh, I was just going to let you oh, go ahead. Oh, you want me to go through the whole yeah, thing? Yeah, just go okay, ahead okay, through cool. the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not bad. All right, no, you good. Um, on the 25th, we have my man E-Double, a.k.a. Eric Sermon from EPMD. That's my dude. Bandit. Love that. Yeah, then on the 26th, we had three of them. We had my man DJ Khaled. The uh, female extraordinaire, Jean Grey. All right. And my man, OJ the Juice Man. All right. Yeah, man. Uh, on the 27th, we have my man, Twister, the legend. All right. My man, Ed OG. Oh. And my man, Benny the Butcher. Ah. Yeah, got to give a shout out to all of them. Uh, coming up on the 28th, then we had my man, Styles P. The Ghost. Yes, sir. And then my man, Chameleonaire. Remember him? Ain't heard from him in a while, but I think he's still doing his thing. You know what I mean? Um, and then on the 29th, we had The Game. And also, the legendary, rest in peace, to Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, who would have been 43 today. Yeah, man. So Instead of what they were saying. In the, I ain't going to get into that. Man, but anyway. <laughs> I can't even talk about him no more, man. It just brings a tear to my eye, man. Every time I have to think about that dude, man. But anyway, um, today, December 2nd, we got my man from Naughty by Nature, Tretch. Yup, yup. That's my dude. I made a post for him on uh, IG, so y'all might have saw it already. Um, also, it's coming up tomorrow on December 3rd, we got my homegirl Trina representing Miami. Uh, we got Little Baby coming up tomorrow as well. On the 4th, we got two. We got Jay-Z, Jigga Man, and Master Ace. Yep, they yep. share the same birthday. And then on uh, December 5th, we got my man Nature from Queens. All so right. let's give it up for all of them. Drop and bomb. Yeah. Yes, sir. So we got to give it up, man. You know, you want to kind of, you know, show some respect for the for the rappers and uh, give, them, give them some time to shine. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, that's, uh, we got to get into some, uh, music as well. So I got a few things to go over here. Um, my man, Static Selector, he just dropped a new album called The Balancing Act. Okay. It's really dope, man. I heard about two or three tracks so far. It's really dope. He's always, um, good with the beats. Always, always. And then my man, Aguilar, he just dropped another project called The Rona Part 2. The Rona? The Rona. Dang, yeah, man. Got I, I, I think it's like a little EP, so you know, probably doesn't have that many songs, but still, it's, I'm sure it's solid because Aguilar is dope, man. He's a dope lyricist and he always good with the beats, so he always makes sure to pick some solid beats. Um, also, he, him, and uh, Sadat X just dropped a new video for from their album, um, and the song is called Praise the Lords. Okay, Plural. Praise All the right. Lords. All right. All um, right. From their little uh, project that they just did, um, The Gods Have Arrived. Man, and I'm telling you, man, that's a solid album right there. Y'all need to go hear that, man. Y'all, these are the albums that, you know, not enough people are plugging. So, you know, I can't help but kind of reiterate, please go check stuff out like that, man. Uh, we know Busta Rhymes is kind of dominating things right now, but um, we need y'all to know about some other good stuff, too. My man Drez from Black Sheep, he just dropped a song called Bars in the Booth. It was pr pr produced by Primo. DJ Primo! Premier. Yeah, man. So, yeah, that's my dude right there. You can't go wrong with Primo. And what it is, is Bars in the Booth is something that Primo had done in the past with other rappers, and he um, got Drez to do another version of it. So, it was dope. 
Um, and then also my man Black Thought, he just dropped a new joint, a new song um, called American Heartbreak. It features Lettucey, if y'all are familiar with her. Okay. She's a singer, R&B singer. She's uh, pretty good. Um, also, oh man, Black Thought jumped on a track with Toby and Weegway. Oh, shit. Man, listen. Man, listen. Man, listen. Y'all have got to hear that. I believe I shared it on our Twitter page, and I believe I may have shared it on the Facebook page. Okay. But, um, I mean, black. I mean, that, matter of fact, that's not even all. The song is Toby and Weegway, Black Thought, and Royce the Five Nine. Oh shit! So you know, you already know, you already know. It's it's a rap with that one. You know what I mean? Dang, so, uh, yeah, you can't beat that man. And they all killed it, and I, I loved it, man. But Black Thought, for me, he shined just a little bit more. But uh, cause it was just like, dude, man, how do you? Black Thought is just he at goat status, man. He is at goat status, and he is he letting y'all know he gets better with age. You know what I mean? You would think that, you know, you would see a lot of rappers going the opposite way. You yeah. see, they start out high and they progressively get weaker and weaker. And, and now nah, he always been dope and he just keeps getting doper. So shout out to Black Thor. Shout out to Toby and Weekway. Yeah, 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 yeah. And shout out to uh, Royce the Five Nine. Now, speaking of Royce the Five Nine, let's, let's talk about this real quick. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. My man Fredro from Onyx, because we're going to go ahead and get into our topics right now. So my man Fredro from Onyx made some some remarks about Royce. Um, did you actually hear? Did you see? Yeah, that? I did see. It, like as far as like he was saying that, oh, he was like he just like a nerd, yeah, something like that. But I, I don't think he was, even though he was kind of like sounded disrespectful. I don't think he was disrespectful because he was like because I think even when he was saying it, he was like, nah, you know, it don't, you know, ain't no disrespect. I mean, but that's what it was. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, and I mean, Fredro, I, I, I guess I don't think he really meant disrespect by it the way I heard it because I'm from New York and I know that's just how we talk. And yeah. we'll say something like that because a lot of New York rappers in general, not all, but I'm saying a lot of them, they pick their lane. You know what I mean? They don't really believe in I'm a little bit of this and I'm a little bit of that. A lot of them is just like Fredro. He probably feels like I'm just a straight up hood street you know, thug life type nigga, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so, when he sees people like Royce, who actually, you know, speak a little more intellectual, for him, it's like, you know, you, so you just kind of a nerd then, you know what I mean? He still lives in that era where we, we point that out all the time. Oh, you one of them nerd niggas, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, You one of them cornball niggas, Yeah, you, know? you had to try to be smart. Right. Frenchified, nigga. Oh, you you know what I'm saying? Eye, Gotta be dumb like me. That's what's shouting right now. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you know, no disrespect to Fredro, but I mean, I guess he's just saying, you know, that's not my lane. I don't pick up books and study and do all of that. You know what I mean? I'm satisfied with the level of education that I have. Maybe he just feels like, you know, there's no need for me to go, you know, trying to be overly intellectual. And um, that's cool. That's that If that's what you want, that's what you want. But I think that in my personal choice, you know, no disrespect to either one of them, but I think in my personal choice, I think you should always be educating yourself yeah so you you know because that takes your career further oh, you know especially what I mean? now like it, it i mean damn man like it ain't really no there's gonna be no way around it you yeah. gonna have i mean special way technology and shit yeah man. i mean like, we live in the information ha- age. yeah you gonna have to learn there's no getting around, around it yeah you have to learn it. gotta do something man do something with your life 
So, um, you know, it is what it is, man. But, I, you know, Royce kind of clapped back. And he was like, you know, he gave him props. He was like, I respect you. You're a legend. Came from a legendary group. And I would always make sure that people know that. I respect that about you. But then he kind of went on to say, well, outside of that, uh, we, we can't be friends, basically. You know what I mean? Um, outside of that, we cannot be friends. You know, he was like, yeah, it's, it's just, it is what it is. And don't talk about me and blah, blah, blah. You know, keep my name out your mouth, that kind of stuff. And it was just like, I really feel like uh, Royce might have slightly overreacted. Slightly, only slightly, but I get what he's saying. You know, you know I mean, Fredro also overspoke a little bit because yeah. he, he's speaking from the New York mentality and we have a mentality where we don't think about stuff like that sometimes. We don't think about how it's going to come across to certain people. Some people might be okay with you saying something like that, but some people may not. So you, you know, when you don't, when you don't know, sometimes you have to kind of consider that before yeah. you speak. So I do think, um, Fredro could have thought about that before he said it, but I also think Royce could have, um, just said, you know, Hey, call me let's have a conversation so that you know we ain't gotta break our ties you know i don't think he should have went as far as just saying I, I ain't gonna never fuck with you at all you yeah know, you, you'll never be my mans and all of that so i think royce just took that a little too um disrespectful what do you think well like i said man just the times we in i mean that's the thing though the times we in i mean i understand we have our infight and stuff like that but like right now that's kind of, I mean, it's really not the time, though, man, so, but at the same time, sometimes it'd be like that, like, hey, you know, I don't wish nothing bad on you, but, you know, we, right. we just can't, you know, we just can't walk the path, of, Yeah. it happens, man, you know what I'm saying, it happens, I, I mean, amongst your peers and most people. Yeah, and I mean, Royce, I mean, uh, excuse me, Fredro has not responded to, to Royce's response as of yet, as far as I know, I haven't mm -hmm. found anything. But um, Spider Loke, uh, the West Coast rapper, I don't think he's rapping no more. Well, he might be. I don't know. I ain't yeah. going to say that. But he has responded, and he says he feels like uh, Royce overreacted. Like, Royce was just yeah. being too sensitive, and um, he called him Moist the Five Nine. Moist the Five Nine? That's fucked up. Moist. I was like, yo, you wrong Moist. And, but this, you know, Royce has actually had a little run-in with... Um, uh, Spider Loke not too long ago, a couple of months ago. I don't know if y'all remember. Mm -hmm. There was a kid that was um, killed, a little young kid that was killed in Detroit, like, you know. Yeah. Maybe less than 10 years old or something like that. And, yeah, I think we talked about yeah. that. Yeah. And uh, Spider Loke, um, you know, got into a back and forth with Royce about that a little bit. But, but either way, man, I mean, um, I think it's just all in the way you look at it. You know what I mean? Like I said, I think Royce might have went overboard by saying, you know, we can't be friends and all of that, you know, and uh, I'll never be your, your homeboy and all of that. And uh, but I also think that Fredro could have, you know, uh, uh, filtered the way he said. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you want to have these are your colleagues. You know what I mean? Royce, yeah. is, Royce is a pivotal part of the hip hop culture, and so I think somebody in Fredro's position should have been able to by now understand that you know you shouldn't just say certain things Thank, about certain yeah, people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but you know, it is what it is. It's neither here nor there. Let's um let's go back and talk about the verses with uh Jeezy and Gucci. Yeah uh, we were supposed to do that last week, but we didn't get to really talk about it. Um 
What was your whole opinion of how everything went down? Did you get to watch the whole thing? or you Yeah, I watched the whole thing. thing. Yeah, I saw it tonight. Uh, it, I was actually, I'm not too much familiar with their catalog like right. that because I wasn't really. But it was good. And actually, I, I think, you know, I have to give them credit. They both had bars. You know what I'm saying? Like, they both, I was like, okay, they both rapping. I mean, they, it's not the style, you know, like the boom bap stuff, you know, but. Nah, they can. They got the talent. They can rap. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. Um, a lot of people wasn't feeling the Gucci's, you know, Gucci's uh, new stuff. Yeah. Jeezy uh, kept on playing the old stuff and stuff and everything like that. So, I mean, that was interesting. Too yeah. Far. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you know, for him to do the whole truce thing, and they were doing. Uh, at the end doing icy, I think I you know I did kind of spill you know spoke on that right, last right. week. Um, it's just good to see men folk like okay, let's move past something, especially something grave as tragic that was. Um, but it was good to see men actually move and move you know move past it. Like we may not have to be friends, we may not have to like each other, but you know you got a family, I got a family. You know, we don't, you know, we don't want to see each other, you know. Right. So just, I think, and I, I really think that was great, especially for young people to see right now. Yeah. Uh, in this in this culture. It's definitely good for them to see that. Yeah, I, I agree, man. I mean, I, I do think it could have went left so quick because. Oh, yeah. Know, oh, yeah. <laughs> Gucci just Woo. kept trying to poke the bear, man. I mean, he was, he was. He just kept trying to open up wounds, and he kept trying to poke and prod. And well, they ain't been in the same room fifteen right. years. Exactly. I mean, and then on top of that, like you know, my dude sent a dude after him and end up killing the dude. That you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I, I don't know. I kind of be, <laughs> I'd be like poking too. Like let me see what you gonna do, nigga. Right. Cause I got some shit too. So I mean, yeah. I, I get it. Yeah, and I mean, I guess that's the difference. I mean, I just, you know, I just, after a while, I, I don't know, I guess I wouldn't. But, you know, I guess it's all in uh, how you do it. But, I mean, I would have been more on, my personality would have been more on what Jeezy's was. You know, let's, we trying to do this for the culture. You know, look what happened to King Vaughn. And, you know, because he, he yeah. was trying to point that out. You know, ain't no point in us really yeah. bickering at M-O-3. each other. MO3. Uh, MO3, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's just, it was just crazy, man. But. You know, I'm glad that eventually Gucci kind of came down and, and said, yeah. okay, let me relax. Let's just have fun. And I think that Gucci uh, was trying to promote the new songs because he ain't really selling records, I don't think, like he used to. Yeah. And so I think that was his way of just saying, let me promote myself and see if I can help my sales and blah, blah, blah. But that's not what we were here for. You know, what we were here for is the, the what y'all gave them classic songs over the years that the streets like, you know what I mean? Even if people like me, I'm not really a Gucci fan or a Jeezy fan. Yeah. But they were still classics to a lot of young kids who who out there in the streets. So, you know, you know, represent that. You know what I mean? You ain't got to try to keep promoting nothing new. But, but um, one, one thing I did, like, is the, the whole battle thing. Like, Gucci came in yeah. dissing. Yeah. I mean, and people was like... Upset about that, but not. It, it is a battle, technically. It that's is. what. That's kind of what. It is. That's how hip hop kind of got. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a, That's like the foundation. So I mean, it was cool. It was cool to see that. 
yeah. element, even though it could have turned left, like you said. It was cool to see that yeah. element. Because most of the time, you know, everybody's like, ha-ha, you know, we friendly, reminiscing about this, which is cool. I'm not, not you know what I'm saying? You don't want, like, you know, like the Patty LaBelle and um, Gladys Knightvert, you don't want them pulling their hair off and shit. Right. Nah. <laughs> yeah, you want two aunties sitting back there chilling like, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, oh, yes, child. You know, <laughs> that's what you want right there. Yeah, the Brandy man. and Monica one, it was kind of like, you know, yeah. a little tension. Yeah, but, a little bit. Yeah. A little tension there. Yeah, but that, I think as far as like the tension go, I think it was, it was, it was needed in a way, but I'm glad that no one was hurt. Right, I'm glad. I'm glad about that, and that's that's what's most important. Yeah, you know what I mean, like yeah. I said, in the end, the culture did win, and that's oh what, yeah, that, that's what really counts. You know, what I mean, the culture won, and so uh, you know, you can't really, uh, you know, be mad at that. So, um, you know, I enjoyed it. I look forward to the next one. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, they've been talking about doing a whole bunch of new ones. I hope we still get the one that they leaked, the, the tribe called Quest and Outcast. I think that would be really good for the culture. Um, speaking of Outcast, did you hear about the Young Thug saying that he didn't know? Oh yeah, he didn't, he didn't know nothing about Andre Three Thousand and his nigga, music and that he wouldn't do a song with him and stuff like that. Yeah, the I reason like, why he ain't gonna do a song with him because he is outshine your ass exactly. first of all. Exactly, it's but like, nigga, you sound so stupid, man. I don't get this every movie. everybody everybody was on fresh and so clean. I mean, but see, that's crazy, man. You would, and honestly, I can understand. I hate to say it like this. I can understand if it was like a old school New York rapper, right? Because I, I understand that for whatever reason they're trying to put a gap between that, which I think is fucking stupid, right? But I can understand it. Yeah, this dude's literally in your backyard, and right. you're like, "Ah, oh, nah, he wasn't." Hey, what what was up he with that? He was one of the people to help blow up the ATL. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like so if, it was, if it really wasn't for them, them and Goody Mob, like where were you? Where would your career be? Right. So I don't know. I don't get it, man. I just don't get it. That was a shocker to me because I would have seen, like you said, I could see Young Thug saying that about maybe a New York rapper, but yeah, 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 somebody yeah. who bought your own area up. Yeah, on, man. Dude. Come on, man. Anyway, um, but yeah, I, I just you know. That was funny to me, but um, but yeah. So uh, let's let's move on. Um, we'll see what happens with Fredro and and Royce and all of that, and Young Jeezy and uh, Gucci. I'm glad y'all did that. Yeah, let's um, You know, for the culture. But yeah, man, y'all y'all mumbling, young young thug talking about What up? Has he made anything else? I don't know, man. I ain't heard nothing. I don't want to hear anything. I really don't care. Because, I mean, he's one of them people, I don't think he really cares for the culture of music. I think he's one of them that said, oh, I can make a few words rhyme and, and make a, a nice hook here and there. Somebody going to like it. And then when people bought it, he was like, oh, shit, now that I made a few million, I can sit back and just do whatever. So yeah. I don't think he's in it for the music. I think he just, you know, he was just like, I can make some money doing this dumb shit. Yes, I told people, yeah, what they need to do, they should have had a remix, had like Louis Armstrong on there, scatting or some shit. Right. And then 
they have Kanye chime in with the scoopity whoop. Yep, pretty much. Whoop. Right. Whoop. You know, it's like, come on, man. But it's it's embarrassing, man, when you hear stuff like that going on in your own culture because you want better for the culture. Yo, yeah, man. You know what I mean? And I and I know that there's always gonna be somebody like that in any culture who don't you know, in, in rock and roll there's probably people like that. In country music there's probably people like that, but it seems like in hip hop it's more of them now than than the people who care about the culture. They're starting yeah. to outweigh you know what I mean? So it's like we need the tables to turn. It should only be a little bit of you fuck niggas. You know what I mean? But that's the thing, though. You look at rock. If you look at rock music, like I was watching something about, you know, rest in peace, Chris Cornell. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I watched something on that. But, like, now, granted, they were shooting back to the Stones and stuff because, you know, they ain't really shooting back to the other part. Like, the, like black people made rock. Right. You know, let's, let's just get that straight. Right. But Absolutely. the thing of it, but at least he thought enough back. They're like, hey, these people, that's what I was listening to. This is what I'm inspired by. You know what I'm saying? They they always gave their flowers to the people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like us, it's like, nah, we ain't giving no shout out to fucking Humpty, you know, Digital Underground and Humpty. Fuck them niggas. Right. Them old niggas. Right. You know what I'm saying? They're so quick to old, them old niggas. Them old niggas. I mean, if it wasn't for them, you would not be here. They yeah. opened doors that you could not possibly have opened because none of y'all are really trying to, not too many of them anyway, some of them are, but none of them are really trying to open doors for the next generation. It's more so... Let me get my shine. Yeah, Fuck get everybody shine. else. You get know what I mean? Shine now. Man, I, I can't roll with that philosophy, man. I, I'm, I'm here to help other people. Because I want other people to shine just as much as me. Exactly. You know, so, um, yeah. And in the words of Nas, I wish you must possess, even if you wish me the opposite. Exactly. But yeah, man, let's move on. Uh, my man, Funk Flex. Oh, let me drop. You want to drop a bomb? Let's drop a bomb real quick. Drop a bomb for Funk Flex. My man Funk Flex had himself a little bit of a tummy tuck. <laughs> and uh <laughs> Wow. My dog is doing sound effects now. <laughs> Yo, my dog's like, like, what the fuck did you just say, nigga? <laughs> this nigga had a tummy tuck. But um tummy now he didn't just he didn't he didn't have an actual tummy tuck, but he had some liposuction and supposedly he's getting drugged for it. But basically, from what I understand, he had fat removed from his stomach, but also from the underarm and the back. Yeah. He sucked it out of his back, too. Um, so, you know, everybody's kind of running him through the mill because of that. You know, it's just saying he, he, he corny for doing that instead of just, like, trying to do it the right way and exercise and all of that. Sometimes so, people exercise and it, some of it, it just it don't matter. It just don't come off. Right. So, I mean... I, I, I'm not going to knock him for that. I yeah, mean, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause, and then, too, that's the thing. That's a um, big procedure. It ain't like you just get get it out of you. You know what I'm saying? There's a lifestyle yeah. change you have to do. Completely. Like a life. Yeah, there's a whole process on that whole thing. Like you ain't just you ain't just getting it sucked out and just coming out. You know what I'm saying? No, man. It's it's definitely a definitely a process on it. But yeah, so you know, I mean, you know, to each his own. He may have had some. Uh, 
some something he was battling with, you know, and it might have been like you said, where you know, no matter how much exercise you do, you still got the little bit of flab that just won't oh, go really? away. And sometimes that happens, you know what I mean? I got that now. I ain't gonna, <laughs> I ain't gonna show it though. Right. I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying? I ain't yeah, gonna show man. it. We all got a little bit of something we trying to get rid of, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I ain't gonna knock him for it, you know what I mean? He was bold enough to post it on um, on his uh, social media and say, you know, here's what the doctor had to remove from me and all of this and that, you know. So yeah, I mean, and that's the thing too, man. If he's doing that from for his health, that's what he's supposed, right? You know what I'm saying? You, I mean, you can't be like, man, black people, you know, they up here eating all this and all these fried foods and stuff and ain't doing nothing healthy, right? Then you, you ban. It may not be the best healthy alternative, but he's trying to do something about it. But then, like, man, nah, you can't do, man, you up there sissified because you have to right. get your back, your back sucked out. Right. And all you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what do you want? Right. Exactly. We don't really know what's going on with him, man. So I think it's just best to, you know, let be, let people be, man. You know what I mean? Yep, that's what yep. it is. You know what I mean? So shout out to Funk Flex. You know what I mean? Do your thing. If that's the way you had to do it, then do it. Because I know. It's some of y'all fat mugs who are really like, I'm not exercising. I'd rather have somebody suck it out. And I ain't going to be mad at you for that. Sure, you know what I mean? Hell, that's a lot of work. Sometimes man. it's a lot, man. You know what I mean? So it is what it is. I can imagine mean? fucks with, yeah, so, you know, I got my back sucked out. You know what I mean? <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? I get got it tightened up. You know what I mean? I had to get the gut out. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to do my thing. <laughs> that's what I be doing, that's why I be flex. dropping them bombs. Dropping bombs on. I should have dropped some more in the toilet so I wouldn't be so big, but you know. Fun flex, we're here. Because he lied. He lied. All right, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. Fuck, yo, his, his energy be killing me. Yo, but anyways, um, let's move on. So you were saying that Willie D had done a podcast, I think with Joe Rogan, was it? He was on Joe Rogan's podcast. podcast. Okay. And actually, he was with, which was weird because he actually showed up with Mike Judd. Mike Judd. So let me ask okay. you, let me ask you a question. What does Willie D and Mike Judd have in common? Um, I don't know actually, because uh, Mike Judd has never really done nothing with 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 the group, has he? Oh, yes, they did. Yeah. Yes, they did. Okay, okay. Then I must not know that. Let me take yeah, you back school to me. School 99. Okay. A movie that came out back in the day. And I'm going to quote a line from it. Do you, th do you go to your work and someone says you have the case of the Mondays? No, man. Hell no, man. You get your ass beat for something saying something like that, man. <laughs> I cannot. I don't know that. I really don't. Office know Space is that from Office Space? Yes. Okay. Okay. You remember the my scene? Wife, my wife likes that movie. Yeah. You remember the scene? Oh, have you seen it? I saw it once. Okay. She, she's a bigger fan. Okay. You, well, when they put the when they were going out in the uh, open field and they had that copy and they were beating the shit out of it because they were cutting in their paper, the song that was playing is called Still. Mm. As the Ghetto Boys. Okay, okay. So, Willie D. Gotcha. Okay, yeah. that's okay. The, that's the connection. And that's why I, why I didn't know, because <laughs> I, I never really realized that. Hey, yo, to this day, I didn't mean to cut you out. No, you good. this day, man, you know when I had that religious experience? Yeah. I hate I threw out that Office Space album, because that shit was fucking tight. <laughs> <laughs> And all the shit it had on it, it had like the it had the ghetto boys on it, it had it had some 
Ice Cube track. Okay. Uh, okay. Jay Dilla was on it. Okay. Uh, well, the Slum Village. Slum Village. Yeah, yeah, but still, yeah, they was on I'm it. I'm gonna have to go back and yo, check that out. Yo, that yo, that's yo, that if you find it, that's a banger right there. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go God, check that boy. out. Office Space. I saw the movie, but um, mm-hmm. I my wife really was the one that pushed me onto it. Yeah. She was like, yeah, you got to see this movie. I'm like, what's so special about it? You know, and after I saw it, I was like, okay, this is pretty funny. Yeah. I liked it. But yeah, it's a dope movie. But yeah. uh, yes, but they was on there on the podcast. Mike Judd had to step out. He didn't really talk to Mike Judd with oh, okay. too much. Only thing, you know, Mike Judd is also the co-creator of Beavis and Butthead. Right, right. So That's what I'm also Beavis. known for, the yeah. TV stuff. And yeah. um, King of the Hill, I think. Yeah, he did King of the Hill. Oh, damn it, Bobby. Oh. <laughs> Sounds just yeah. like that fool. Nah, I had a friend. He killed his. Like, he kill, he sounded like him. Dang it, Bobby. He sounded like him to like the T. To the tea. When he when he gets to turn to cuss. God dang it, Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> nah, my dude was Spoon Howard, though. That my Ooh. dude. I'll tell you what, man. You got on there and there. You see all that everywhere, man. Yeah, my man Dale was the one for me, man. Yeah. He was stupid, yo. Oh man. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, so tell us more about what happened on this podcast. So basically, yeah, Judd, Mike Judd had to leave, but like, yeah, Joe Rogan was just steady talking to Willie D. He's like, man, I'm a fan, I'm a fan of Ghetto Boys. Da 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 da. Uh, Willie D. kind of told stories about you know the whole you know Willie you know the whole uh, Ghetto Boys experience, how they came to be. How you know how many members that came through? Um, they talked about how they did the uh, album cover of the, I think it was a second album, when Bushwick Bill got shot and you know in the he eye was and stuff. In that hospital yeah, so yeah, you can't be stopped. Yeah, yeah. I, that. I ain't gonna lie, that shit's hard. You can't, you yeah. don't get no more gangster than that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I heard him tell that story about how they shot that album cover. It was on like a. Maybe a documentary or yeah. uncensored or something. One of those types of shows, uh, uh, un, un, uh, unsung or one of those types of shows. But yeah. I was like, whoa, I never knew that. You know what I mean? I always wondered if that was like just a prop or something. I never really knew he had really gotten hurt. Yeah. So, yeah, but go ahead. But, yeah, so he was on there. Um, he also They also talked about uh, Joe Rogan was actually urging him, like, yeah, man, get a podcast, man. Like, people would like to hear your stories. Yeah. Because he was talking. I didn't know this. I mean, because, you know, this was probably back in the day where, you know, he had uh, in uh, Houston, Texas, back in the 90s, so we didn't have the internet. But Willie D had, like, was on a talk show. And um, basically, you know, he was on there, and the, the guys on the, that owned that, owned the syndicate, because, you know, he didn't own it. He was like wanting him to talk about Monica Lewinsky and shit. And it's like, no, nah, I don't really want to talk about that shit right. because it's not that's not something my listeners really privy. You know, right, exactly. they're, they're talking. They want to know about the stuff that's going on in you know Houston, this, that, and the third. Yeah. Well, they kicked them. You know, they kicked them out. They fired them. But the thing of it is, like, I, I was doing something. I had to have been doing something right because I had fifty percent, fifteen percent of the market. Mm. So yeah, man. So they talked wow. about that. Then he also talked about that. Which has been going around the meeting that changed hip hop and how oh, like yeah. yeah, how as far as like, you know, how hip hop came, you know, like you said, from the eighties, you know, the love piece and all that stuff and now it just became like, you know, we gotta make sure that you catch a charge. Right. So we can get this, you know, pri- you know, pipeline mm-hmm. of prison thing going. So Yeah, I mean, it's almost like 
black destruction makes a lot more money. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Black disjointedness brings a lot more money to the table. And we're and we're not we, but we as a collective have been brainwashed by it because it's like, oh yeah, you know, this is this is what sales but like if you was in you know, if you was in the hood and stuff and and that's what like Dane Dash was getting at. It was like, okay, how are you gonna tell me you you a program director but you ain't really been in the hood. You ain't been, like, you just was a program. You ain't really moved up. But you're going to tell, like, kids in the hood that know what's going on in the hood, tell them about, oh, that's not going to sell. Because, yeah. yeah, like, get the fuck out of here. Shit. Yeah. yeah, man. So, you know, it is what it is, man. You know, I, I just, you know, I got to go back and check that out because I didn't really get a chance to see it. I've watched the Joe Rogan podcast a few times, and I do like what he be doing. Um, I think he do got a lot of sense. Some of the stuff he says I don't agree with, but oh, well, I, think I mean he's you're got not supposed to. Right. I mean you're not supposed to agree with everybody. Exactly. But, you know, exactly. but I think I, one thing I like about the show he has like a plethora of like different people from all walks right. of life, and right. I think that's what really makes the yeah. show great. You know, yeah, he's he he doesn't discriminate as far as who he brings on the show, so that's a good thing. But yeah, um, and you were saying that you also saw a, an interview with uh, Jaguar Wright uh, recently. Yeah, um, so basically, I forgot she was interviewing like a comedian. Well, she was the the comedian kind of hit her up. I think they were just on like videos and stuff, and they she was basically talking about how like you know hip hop is coming back. They got you know bust around the whole flip mode squad. They cooking. Rampage got a new album. They're waiting for like Rod Digger to drop something. Uh, really, you know, it was really kind of good to see her like relaxed, kind of chilling. You know what I'm yeah, saying? It really felt. It really nobody down. Nah, <laughs> it, nah. It felt it felt good. I mean, she kind of dang dropped some people, of course, but it wasn't. But it wasn't like to the no. detriment like what she was. But yeah, it was really good to see that. I think she was like, like in a good place. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh, to talk about the stuff going on. She mentioned, like I was talking to you, she was mentioning about, um, you know, Busta, his album, the Kendrick Lamar situation, like as far right. as like how she, like, you know, Kendrick was body. Not necessarily body. He outshined Jay Z on one particular song back in the day, mm. but then like Kendrick tried to do the. I ain't gonna say tried to do the same, but Busta Rhymes, but Busta Rhymes got up in there, and then basically <laughs> she was talking about like Ti. You know, you know, she's like no disrespect. Like that Libra album was good, but compared to what Busta got, like no, nah, you not. Yeah, it's like it's like you up there gonna get mad at like you got. This dude got, I forgot her analogy, but basically, it's like, you got a knife, but this dude got a gun airing right. shit out. Like, exactly. you, ain't, you can't get mad. Like, you supposed to lose. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, anything. yeah. So, so, you know, but was, yeah, it was good, man. It was really good to hear that conversation. Um. All right, well, before we uh, wrap it up with our last topics real quick, don't forget... Like, share, subscribe. Yep. Like, share, subscribe. Yep. Like, share, subscribe. And don't forget the question of the day. What was yes. the best era of hip-hop? Yes. What do you think is the best era in hip-hop? The 80s, 90s, 2000s, or 2010s? Let us know your thoughts. You know, how he said he felt like the 90s was it. I felt like it was the 80s. Weigh in and let us know how you feel. So let's talk about... Um, <laughs> The fight. 
right? Mike, we have Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. Uh, you know, which to me wasn't even the star of the show, but we're gonna we're gonna talk about that first. Um, did you get to, to watch that? Man, man, listen. Uh, I like. I was glad to see them. You know, step in the ring and do an exhibition fight, and you know, it it went the full eight rounds. You know, but each round was only like two minutes long, so they made sure it wasn't too long. Well, I but, tell you um, what, man. I still wouldn't get in the ring with Mike. Right. Mike still got it. Oh, yeah, he still got it. I mean, Roy didn't do too bad of a job, neither. I mean, hearing Snoop commentating and yeah. stuff. But I, I mean, he did, it, he did it. I think they did it right, but definitely uh, Roy was out of shape. Tyson got winded a little bit, but yeah. I, it, it was definitely like in later rounds, like in the fifth round, Roy was pretty much done, it looked like to me. Yeah. But like in the but like I think like the sixth or seventh round, that's when Tyson kind of got win because it takes a lot out yeah. of you like a fight and stand the stamina and stuff. It takes a lot. Yeah, and Tyson said that um you know I mean and for those of y'all who don't know the fight was a draw. They didn't call a winner, but to me if I had to pick a winner it would have been Tyson. Tyson yeah, Tyson clearly because Tyson was actually trying to fight Roy Jones. You could tell he was more so like. I wasn't that serious about this. So Roy Jones was like, you know, he was either hugging it out with Tyson, like, all right, hold on, big boy, hold on, hold on. Or he would, like, try to tap him and run, you know, and run around. He caught him a couple of good times. He did. He caught him one one good jab when Mike wasn't ready. But, um, you know, Mike was trying to throw them haymakers, like, man, you get in my way, trust me. You about to go to this floor. So Roy knew what he was doing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can't really get mad about that. It was smart fighting. Mm -hmm. It definitely was smart. Yeah, it was just, you know, when you're a fan, you want to see some actual boxing. Yeah. Not a whole bunch of hugging and running, you know what I mean? It was like, now hug it out, hug it out, hug it out. You said hug it out. <laughs> you know, what's, what's a hug, hug it out? out? <laughs> Stupid. But, uh, but, yeah, so, you know, that was called a draw. I think they both got, like, a little belt prize or something, you know what I mean? So, it was cool. He's I mean, a, yeah, Roy was like, I don't do draws. Everything you threw at me hurt. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Roy was like, yeah. I think Roy would have been happier if if they just called it for Tyson because he knew I couldn't fuck with this dude. Yeah. But the real star of the show that was more entertaining was my man Nate Robinson versus Jake Paul. So, you know, some of (laughs) y'all may know Nate Robinson from basketball. You know, he played in the NBA. I think he played on multiple teams, but I know the Knicks was one of them. Yeah. Um, And then uh, Jake Paul was a YouTuber. So they were both just trying to transition into something different to see what they can accomplish. And um, I don't know. I can't remember if Nate had done any other fights. I don't think he had. If he did, I can't remember. But I know they said Jake Paul had done one other fight, and he did win that fight. Damn. So um, this was his second fight. Damn. And uh, the, the whole thing only went one and a half rounds. Damn. They got through the first round. I mean, basically, Nate Robinson... He wasn't trying to... He was trying to street fight more so than box. Yeah. You know, he's like taking these wild shots and just swinging hard and not being calculated. It's like, no, you gotta, you can't just do that in boxing. You got to be calculated. You yep. got to be able to bob and weave. Bob and got defense, then offense, then defense. And he was just, just swinging, doing all this offensive stuff, but never really defending himself. So because he was so wild about it, um, Jake Paul was able to get the drop on him. You know yeah, what I so mean? He was like... <laughs> Man, he, 
He caught him with some good ones, boy. So if you want a quick, funny fight, that was it. Yeah, you, you know what I mean? He got knocked down three times. The yeah. third time, he just didn't get... He, he couldn't get the referee was like, uh-uh, I'm calling this. This shit is over. <laughs> man, there were so many memes made about this joint, man. I was dying. I mean, I sent you a few of them. Yeah, the but that was only the tip of the iceberg. It's so many more. Yeah, yeah, my man was like, yeah, I'm doing this for the coach. You're right. The coach. <laughs> Yo, he like, I'll be trying, bitch. He said, uh, he said, he said, my, uh, he said, I got a six pack on the bottom of my feet. Six pack on bottom of my dick, man. Like I got a beat, you know what I'm saying? I Every time I beat my dick off her. <laughs> Yo, that shit was funny as hell, man. Cause yeah. that's for my man, um, Ace Vane. Yeah, he, he does those little cartoon. Patterns. Yeah, he does. I think he did the Dragon Ball Z joint. Too. Yeah, he does those. Yeah, he does a lot of stuff, man. He's hilarious. And listen, the fight. That fight was over by um, somewhere between 11.45 and midnight is Dude. when that fight was over. Okay. And then Ace Vane's video was out by like 12.15, 12. God dang. I was like, dude, you was just ready for this, wasn't you? I'm, and it was so on point. You know what I mean? Because you see him, you know, training. And they like, how long you been training? He's like, oh, yeah, uh, five minutes. I just been here about five minutes, and I'm done now. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, do you really think you're ready for the fight? Right? He was like, uh, I'm a whole athlete, nigga. <laughs> no, that shit was that was no. a, that was a that was the best one for me. Yeah, that ain't the no. cartoon. Yeah, like this. They had um, they had the one of Martin when he was fighting Tommy Hearns. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me get a bucket of fries. <laughs> Yo, that was funny. Um, what else did they have? Um, shit, I don't forgot. There's so many memes going on, man. Uh, oh, they have they have one I didn't send you. Uh, I gotta send it to you, man. Um, where they show this little uh, this little black dude, real small, almost like midget size, holding up his hands to my and the caption read, "This the nigga that trained Nate Robinson." <laughs> I was dead, yeah. I was like, "Yo, y'all need to lay off." My yeah. I mean, I, I, I give him props, man, because he was bold enough to get in there. But see, what really made him look bad was because he was the one before the fight that was talking a bunch of junk. Like he called out Jake Paul, like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna beat your ass and blah blah blah. I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do that." Jake Paul wasn't scared, so he was talking his trash too. But it's like the fact that you were the one that called him out, and now you got that night night. Man, listen. Oh yeah, I heard. You <laughs> said night, night, date, date. Yeah. <laughs> What's the dude name? Ha ha Davis. The who? Ha ha Davis. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what people were saying. Like they were called instead of uh, or like one uh, shout out to Urban X, but they was like, yeah, you would go Nate Nate, not night night, but you would go Nate Nate. <laughs> you want to go Nate Nate? You want to go Nate Nate nigga? You want to go Nate Nate nigga? Nate Nate. <laughs> Yo, that's hilarious. Y'all, if, if y'all haven't seen it, man, please go see it. Um, I, I taped it, you know, but um, mostly you can find it on YouTube. You know what I mean? Uh, I saw it was a bunch of them that was up there and they did get taken down, but more people just keep putting them up there. So it's up there. You type it in, Nate Robinson versus Jake Paul. It'll come right up on YouTube. And the, Tyson uh, Jones, it'll come up. And shout out to shout out to him though, because like one thing about it, he ain't at least he didn't come up there and be like, oh man, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, go, go whack because yeah. you have to make it. I mean, he taking it like a chance. Yeah, I think he'll wash up, and I and we, you know, I'm looking forward really to see both of them. You know, maybe do a rematch. He gets some more training. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, 
Yeah, and it was a it was a good event overall. It was like five different fights. The yeah. very first fight I thought was the best. It was like these featherweights, um, two Hispanic kids. One was like Vasquez, and one was like Rodriguez. Yeah, now they ain't really getting in the boxing. Head, head. Yeah, man, that was the best. Fu- that was the actual best boxing match of the whole night because they was boxing, and both of them was like throwing mad good shots at each other, and it just got progressively funnier throughout the night. You know, mm-hmm. with all the different stuff that went on but um and snoop man like you said snoop's commentary man that was hilarious. he was killing it man yeah he, when that mug hit the take my <laughs> hand lord i was like this nigga here i was like he done, got, he done went to a spiritual <laughs> see, you can tell snoop was on his side at first because when the, when the fight first started with nate snoop was like oh yeah that's all right you know he caught him right now but you know that's how we do we're gonna come back and whoop that ass that's all right. That's all right. Next thing you know, Snoop was like, oh, God. Night, night. <laughs> <laughs> Snoop was like, oh, this nigga fucked up now. Yeah, man. man, listen. But that was the highlight of my whole weekend. And I mean, that was when I was still dealing with my um, yeah. pain. So that I, that was like the first night I was actually out on the couch since Tuesday. Cause that was Saturday. Damn. And um, I was finally able to get out of the room and get on the couch. And uh, man, that made my whole night. I yeah. mean, that made my whole night. I was dying. Snoop Dogg, you the MVP, right. man. Yeah. They, had, um, they had some performances by Wiz Khalifa and Snoop Dogg and somebody else. I forgot. Um, Lil Wayne was supposed to perform, but he backed out at the last minute. I think because of his legal situation. Yeah. So that didn't happen. But anyway, um, but that was it, man. We just wanted to drop that. We getting ready to shut it on down. Yeah, cause boots on the ground. Boots on the ground. Boots the S one, the 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 new S one W's is outside. Yeah, I can't. But um, but yeah. So uh, you know, this has been episode one forty three. We really appreciate y'all. Don't forget the question of the day. Chime in once we load this up on YouTube, or you can chime in on Instagram, uh, or even Facebook. You know, wherever you listening from, Twitter. Um, just let us know how you feel. We just want to know what your thoughts are on that question of the day. What's the best era in hip-hop? 80s, 90s, 2000s, or 2010s? That's four different decades. You got to be be able to point out one of them. You, you. So anyway, for episode 143, this is your man, Kurt Dog, and this is... Howard. And uh, we'll see y'all on the next one. Peace. Peace.